Welcome back to Pastor Plex Podcast, recording from Austin, Texas. This is Pastor Plex, and I've got Katie Sass with the Messy Bun in studio with us this morning. And also in studio is Joseph Aiken III. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited that both of you are here. We're going to continue down the road of answering questions. And this first one, I, I would love just some insight from you guys, and then we'll hear from God's Word on it. But how does the church view the topic of porn as it relates to people in ministry? This is a fun one. Pastors, elders, deacons, shepherds, etc. Do you believe watching or viewing porn should disqualify or otherwise be a reason for someone in church leadership to step down for a time? How do you apply scripture to this issue? What do you think, Katie? Just your, your layperson's perspective. Where do you just, when you hear that, you're like, what do you think? Wow. Um, I think if we are going to disqualify um, anyone in leadership for any sin struggle, then we would have no leaders. <laughs> we would have no So you're saying don't elevate, uh, don't elevate porn above other things is kind of your deal. Right. I mean, yes, porn is ugly. Porn is awful, dehumanizing, terrible, all the things. Um, but so is... Awesome. All sin, sure. like all sin is ugly and dehumanizing to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do I think that anyone in leadership in a church is extremely uh, vetted? Like, Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Like extremely vetted, held h- accountable mm-hmm. uh, to a, a an extreme, not extreme, I guess in more A Christian intense, standard? Hi- higher standard, not high, a perfect standard. Yeah, I'm like, what is the word I'm Higher I'm standard, not perfect standard. Uh, yes, higher standard. Yes, yeah, yeah that's that's good. Higher star- standard, not perfect standard. Okay. Um. So do I... Do I think we should disqualify someone for watching porn? No. Okay. Yeah. As long as they are repentive and they are pursuing righteousness. So they are being held accountable, open to being held accountable. And Man, I, I really love your answer. That's actually pretty – I feel like it's a really solid answer. Joseph, what were your thoughts? I think she did well. Um, adding to that – you have to disqualify them for a lot more than, like she said, seeing is seeing. So if the addiction mm-hmm. is so much so to where it's messing up their family, different mm-hmm. things, I think it is okay for you to remove mm-hmm. them for a season mm-hmm. or yeah. indefinitely. Uh, yeah, I love that. I think I think you're nailing it. And and so here, let's let's go to the what the Bible says. First uh, Timothy three. This is a trustworthy saying. If someone aspires to the office of overseer, he desires a good work. The overseer or elder then must be above reproach. The husband of one wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, and able teacher, not drunken, not a drunkard, not violent, <clears throat> but gentle, not contentious, free from the love of money. He must manage his own household well and keep his children in control without losing his dignity. <laughs> uh, which you're like, ooh. But if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he care for the church of God? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become arrogant and fall into the punishment that the devil will exact. And he must be well thought of by those outside the faith, so that he may not fall into disgrace and be caught into the devil's trap. Deacons, likewise, must be dignified, not two-faced, not given to excessive drinking, not greedy for gain, holding to the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience, and also must be tested first, and then let them serve as deacons if they are found blameless." Likewise, also their wives must be dignified, not slanderous, temperate, 
faithful in every respect. Deacons must be husbands of one wife and good managers of their children and serve their own households. Uh, For those who have served well as deacons gain a good standing for themselves and great boldness is the faith that is in Christ Jesus. Okay, so I love that rendering. And what's odd is it doesn't really say anything about uh, sexual morality because in general, you don't want someone that is caught up in sin to be in it. Like you just wouldn't think of a person who is in an unrepentant sin, who is um, not able to... um, uh, walk in the spirit well, I really don't think you'd want them to be in leadership. And that's why you would, in a sense, I like what we said earlier, vet them. Uh, but if someone like, you know, they get something on their phone and they look at it and next thing you know, they're down a weird trail and then they come confess and repent. I think that's actually part of being human and that's confess small. So you don't have to confess big. And that becomes a powerful testimony to what God is doing in their life. And I think what can happen if you sort of say like, you know, you kind of make whatever sin is the ultimate sin, then people tend to hide as opposed to um, confess that. Um, so I would I would definitely go in the, in the realm of if someone has a struggle that's affecting their like their devotion to God, like they're not having quiet times because they're invested in porn so deeply, or they're they're not able to minister the word of God because they're in some sort of sexual immoral relationship that they can't break free of. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a, that'd be a, a great reason to pull somebody for a season. Well, and I think there's another side of this where sometimes people are really, really good at hiding mm-hmm. sin, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that there's there are a handful of um, highly respected men in pastoral roles who have like been outed, like who have been caught in, in, uh, I almost said in heinous acts like uh, law and order SVU. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. And so I think it's things like that where people go, well, weren't, weren't they held accountable? Like what was going on there? Like well, were they I, just like really talented at hiding? I, I, or? I don't know. I don't even know if it's that. I just don't think people in general. And I think this is what one of the things we've brought up um, with discipleship, and we when we do it in our elder meetings. But um, is people don't have a regular rhythm of confession and repentance. Like I, mm. I, I just don't think that that happens. Yeah. And I, and I don't care who you are. You could be the most saintly pastor on the planet. Uh, because if Paul, the author of Romans 7, says, I don't understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do it. But what I hate, that I keep on doing. Who will save me from this body of death? I think that is the struggle that every human has. Mm-hmm. And so to say that you're not going to sin or that you know this area is like, if that, that would never happen to me, man, I just, I challenge people in that. And so... And this is like, because th- with porn, I go, I would say, what makes it porn? Is it is it viewing the images online? What about thinking about past images? What about fantasizing mm-hmm. about things in, in the moment? Which thing counts? And I think that's why to kind of put like a, if that's your struggle, then you're, you're out. I feel like an unrepentant struggle that says, I don't want to change. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, like, and, and, there, and someone says, like, and that's where you got to have, you know, that's why I always go God's word, God's spirit, God's people. If getting around a people that you're confessing and repenting to, and they say, I really feel like you should step down for a season. And there's that, 
no way because I'm afraid that I might lose my whatever, then mm -hmm. you become more afraid of losing the whatever uh, position that you had as opposed to um, trusting in the sovereignty of God and the people he's placed in your life. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a comp, it's a case by case thing of, and you know, how, how, you know, was this a one-time thing? The guy just, you know, saw something and, and got caught up or a girl got caught up. Um, but there are things I feel like, you know, having an affair, you've got, now you've got to restore relationship with a husband and a wife. Um, that's a big, that now, now gets into first Timothy five, eight. Uh, he doesn't take care of his own family is worse than a believer. That means financially clearly, but there has to be a emotional, spiritual component to that as well. So I feel like it's a, it's a complex question. And, and so it, there isn't like the, you know, how much porn should they be able to watch before they're kicked off? I think that, that drawing of a line creates a, a weird thing. So Chris can I ask Claire. Yeah, yeah. So you said <clears throat> restore, restore, talk about storm, restoring relationships with an affair. Yeah. So you don't think that you have to restore a relationship if there's a porn addiction? Just from your past experiences with the different people that there's yeah, not a restorative I mean, thing there? Sure, absolutely. So again, if let, so I don't want to bring up Katie, but it, like Katie had, I think Katie and Ryan would be fine. I mean, they have such a great communication that, and no, I don't want to throw Ryan under the bus, so I won't use you. Uh, but like <laughs> if there is, uh, if a couple has, if she's like, I understand, and it doesn't affect um, the wife's like, relationship with the husband then his confession repentance and he he did it he's like oh gosh i feel terrible oh my gosh we hold me accountable then that's like a perfect place for him to, to, to exercise grace i mean i can't say i've been perfect when he confessed right I so mean, i think there's I haven't a always responded with grace sure 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 but i guess what i'm saying is if there it comes back down to because you don't want to make the hard line the porn thing because then what, what's the real issue because mm -hmm. what sin is you know what sin is okay then you know and then you're now you're making some sin okay and yeah. some sin worse than others and all that so it comes back down to how does the relation how's the relationship with the spouse being affected um and if that is not affected or it needs to be worked on for a season then yeah i think that'd be a great time to pull that person from leadership for a season to sort of work on the marriage and all that and so yeah. if the relationship isn't affected then it's okay for them to to stay in position if they're repentant. Yeah, they have to be repentant. Uh, and so, we, so with the affair, if the relationship isn't affecting the spouse, the spouse is like, I understand, and yep, he's repentant. It, well, so, it, so yeah. here's from. I mean, it's all again. It's all this is where it's like case by case. Oh, yeah, it's it's a case I get it. I just well, yeah. when you had say like for an affair though, mm -hmm. like no. Nah. Okay, I just think of in affair of all the affairs I've dealt with. I've never had a wife go. I understand. Uh, I, I now with with porn, it, they are able to, like, hey, I'd love, I'd love to help people hold them accountable. I'd love to be part of that, and they're very gracious and loving and praying over their spouse. I have seen that. I haven't seen that in affairs. I've seen unbelievable woundedness and like tear. Now that doesn't mean I, in when it's been a porn th issue, I haven't seen that also. So. I get it. I was just, in general. I, I, you know, I haven't. We haven't had a, a, you know, that sort of situation come up, and someone is like aspiring for a leadership that hasn't always been, already been sort of, um, I don't know, worked out in the repentive nature. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I was just asking. Yeah, yeah. No, that's. I think it's it's a fair question. I mean, like, what sin is? You, again, what sin is okay? Well, no sin is okay. Mm -hmm. um, 
and and I think that goes back to do you have a repentant heart? And I think what some people mean when they say that is like um they've I don't I don't think anyone actually means this, but what comes off is those sins aren't as bad. Yeah. And it's they're easier to talk about in public. Yeah. Like uh, my husband's angry. Well, yeah. crud. Which one would you want? The the guy that's addicted to porn or the anger guy? I don't know. I think they're both bad. <laughs> which yeah. one do you want? The gossip guy, the liar guy, the guy that drinks too much? You know, I, I, you know, and and which one of the you know this is why in Romans seven, you know, I don't understand what I do. Paul, an elder, saying I sin. He also has a thorn in his side, a messenger of Satan to just you know just aggravate him, and he's having to overcome that. And I'm sure with a lot of repentance and a confession, repentance and growth. So, um. Yeah, I that's kind of where I go with that. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a place where, and this is why you need to be very um, mindful of pastors and people in ministry, because if you run into a breaking point, then sin becomes a great coping mechanism. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, making sure that people are taken care of is really probably a huge, smart part of ministry. So it's a lot. But yeah, it's a re- big question. Yeah, I, I feel like repentance is the ultimate thing, and and how do you know if someone's repentant or not? You just you have to see it in their actions, and yeah. and their willingness to submit to a process, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. So, I I just I I always sort of hesitate to say here's the hard fast rule. You pull them as soon as they they look at porn, think of porn, um, anything with porn, you pull them. I, I think it comes down to where is there is the rebellious nature of their heart to say like, I don't want anyone invested in my life to be able to say you are, it's all about submission mm-hmm. uh, with, with to people. And that's why I love uh, uh, Ephesians 5.21, submit yourselves one to another. That really is, it's part of the, the beauty of, of, confession, repentance, and why we make it such a huge part of our discipleship process is confession and repentance and like the list of questions, like if you were to make up your own screw tape letter, which is just a letter, it's like, here's all my weakness. If the devil was going to get me, he would he would want me to fall in these areas. Mm-hmm. And being very real and raw is part of it. And that that's why it's, it's one thing also too, if someone gets caught in a sin versus someone confesses their own sin, yeah. it's a whole different story. So yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, anyway, so I... I that's probably was the worst answer because someone's probably like, that told me nothing other than you guys think sin is bad, repentance is necessary, and there's no hard, fast rule. But I mean, how are you supposed to answer that question? Uh, like, what is the... And, and I think people, I, I don't know, this is where I feel like we all want to align. There's a natural gravitation in the heart of man to say, what is the flesh supposed to do? And hmm. when you, hmm. we all want a flesh answer yeah. because we live in the flesh so easily and we say what's the line is it you know this is the classic is it above the knee and below the neck that's where i can go you know as far as like in dating like where can you touch (laughs) person the opposite sex Uh, or you know like is kissing okay is holding hands okay is watching um game of thrones okay is is watching you know i mean at some point you're gonna go what is pornography and Mm -hmm. does that make sense everyone's gonna have different oh my gosh it's gonna be a mess so when you're looking and it's when, you, when you're asking yourself, how close can I get to this line before I cross it versus saying, hey, how am I pleasing or being mm-hmm. holy to, to mm-hmm. God? Is, in my actions, am I being holy mm-hmm. in my representation? And so it's like that should be the question. Hey, 
How can I honor God? Yeah, how can yeah. I honor God in this? And so, I think, yeah, and I think in those roles, maybe a better question is, what's your, like, instead of talking about what's their sin life like, I'd say, what's your devotional life like? Hmm. Like, how much time are you spending with Jesus on the regular to really inform your life? Is it once a week when you hear the sermon and you just pack Jesus away for the rest of the week? Or is it a daily devotion where you wake up excited to go meet with the Savior? And I think that's just a different way of viewing it. And I think the flesh asks, what's the sin? The spirit asks, how close to Jesus can I get? Now, I get, I, I'm not, and I don't want to uh, be critical of the question, uh, whoever asked the question. Uh, what I'm just saying is um, you're asking a question based on the flesh as opposed to a question based on the spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's where it gets to be a, a difficult uh, one to answer because we live by faith um, through the grace that Jesus has given us. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but that then the next question is, what do we think about the Brian Hill, Houston Hillsong stuff? And, and are you guys familiar with with Hillsong? Uh, do we know who Hillsong is? Yes. Okay, so Australian megachurch. They have the Hillsong. So a lot of the songs that we sing on Sundays yeah. are from that church. And so uh, the question, what do we think about it? So here's, here's what happened or the brief statement that uh, Hillsong sent out. Um, dear church, we'd like to advise you that P- Pastor Brian Houston has resigned as global senior pastor of Hillsong Church, and the board accepted uh, his resignation. Uh, we understand there will be much emotion about this news, and we all share these feelings. Uh, irrespective of the circumstances around this, we can all agree that Brian and Bobby have served God faithfully over many decades and that their ministry has resulted in millions of people across the world being impacted by the power, of grace, and love of Jesus. Hillsong Church was birthed out of Brian and Bobby's obedience and commitment to the call of God, and we're extremely grateful for all that Brian and Bobby have given to, to build this house. Uh, we ask you to continue to pray for them and ask and the entire Houston family during this challenging time. As you can appreciate, there is still much to be done for our church leadership. Continue to seek God for his wisdom as we set the course for the future. We acknowledge the change is needed. We have commitment to an independent review of governance structure, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it just kind of goes into, we're open to your prayers, but that's about all we got. Who is Brian and Bobby? Brian and Bobby are the founders of... Is it of, husband and wife or... No, Bobby. Who I, is Bobby? Yeah, maybe Bobby is the wife. You know, that's a great question. I just have heard... The only reason I know a little bit about it is Sam, Pastor yeah. Sam Collier. What? Atlanta, Georgia. He's one of the pastors at Hillsong. And he, this past Sunday, I think it was his last Sunday. Hmm. Because of that stuff, he stepped away. Why? From the ministry. He like a guy, was he a Hillsong church mm-hmm. guy? He was a pastor. He was a pastor of their mega church in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow! And, and he, he stepped away because of all that. Before the documentary came out, he was like, "I'm out," and he started another church Easter Sunday, April seventeenth. Okay, well, <laughs> good. I mean, not good, but I understand why he wants to disassociate. What is the docu series like? What happened? So Discover Plus, Discover Plus, uh, so kind of like Disney Plus, I guess. Discover Plus or Discovery, Discovery Channel Plus, Discovery Plus has put out a document docu series about Hillsong and its corruptedness. And so, like, what's bizarre is that that's already that just came out. So this news comes out on top of it. I don't know if that's because of the Discovery documentary series or um, more people have known stuff and they say, ah, you know, it's a Me Too sort of movement. So, so explain what I don't. I still have no idea what happened um we don't either i think that's the thing there's there's the corruption like the what corruption the he may have had women you know that the the classic power gone to the head of the pastor and he is now involved in stuff that he shouldn't be involved in and i think that's we don't know all fully but the reality is i think it gets to the question of like the porn issue 
I'll, I'll, I'm willing to bet that he probably didn't have places to confess small. So now he's got to confess big. Okay. Does that make sense? And yeah. I think that's, I think that's why that one question really, it's interesting mm. that they kind of come in the same, um, I don't know, vein, vein in the same time, same week. Uh, like what's the place that of the church to really address these issues? And I think that's the part where you need, that's why you need discipleship. You need someone in your life, a 2 a.m. friend that you're going to call at 2 a.m. and say, I am like, I am in a bad way or things mm-hmm. are awful and I need you to come pick me up from wherever crazy place I'm at. Um, or I need to be able to confess this sin to you here. And, and I, and I think this is really special. Like Robert Sass is on our elder board. Like he'll like say, Hey, I'm about to enter a potentially, um, uh, I'm going to a dog part. It might be a potentially place where I might see a woman. So would you pray for me? You know? Mm-hmm. And like, like, it's so like, mm-hmm. It, it, that seems like to a normal, they go like, that's ridiculous. You're, you're going, you're asking me to pray for you at a part, but I think he's so aware of his, of the yeah. potential for sin. And I, man, that's, I love That's that. respectable. Yeah. That to me is powerful. And I think that's where if a lot of us would get over our self-righteousness and mm-hmm. say, I am susceptible to sin and I am always ready to go down the dark hole to my, follow my anger, follow my lust, follow my pride, follow my greed, follow my laziness, follow my vanity, follow the whatever. I will go there unless somebody is there to put the fire out. That's the kind of man women want. Explain that. Women want a man that is will show humility in calling another guy and saying, hey, mm-hmm. pray for me. I'm about to go into this potentially tempting mm-hmm. situation. And I know myself. I know my sin. Mm-hmm. Pray for me. Yeah, and I love it. He does it like every time he goes to the dog park. So yeah. I get a text like, hey, I'm at the dog park. I'm like, thumbs up, you know. That's it. But that to me is a, a, a powerful testimony of, of his obedience to God to shepherd his heart and to be very submissive mm-hmm. to the process. Because you want so badly to honor God and mm-hmm. honor your wife. Mm-hmm. Right. Let, how close to Jesus can I get? What can I put in? A, now, that's, yeah. not, that's not legalism. No. Because he's not saying, Chris, you have to, whenever you go to the park, I need to make sure you text me so that you mm-hmm. don't lust after anybody. Um, which I... I, that's that's beauty of the gospel, mm-hmm. um, situationally applicable to his own uh, darkness and sin, and my stuff is way different. So I, I'm just grateful for his example in that, and I've I've learned and been so uh, I've grown so much from being in a relationship with him. Maybe even the heart of our community series. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts on those two questions? I mean, I thought it was a lot. Yeah. We'll probably talk more about the the Brian Houston thing and and uh, and Hill Song in coming weeks as more things unfold. Um, but really, just you know, we want to be a place where we can talk about that. If you guys want to have any questions, remember uh, text us at seven three seven two three one zero six zero five, and we'd love to respond. Talk more about kind of different places where you know as 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 Christian culture becomes more distant from the world culture uh, in terms of everything. Um, we need to be a place where we can talk about these things and really help people discern uh, direction. So thank you so much for listening and have an awesome week of worship.